name is Anish Abraham, and this is Anecdote Fever. My name is Glendor Michael, and this is a story of my life after death. More precisely, this is a story of my body after my death. My life before death was not a happy one. My father, an unemployed coal miner, committed suicide by stabbing himself in his throat. I was 15 when this happened. I had to sign his death certificate. Me, my mother and two sisters had to struggle to survive. And when I was 31, my mother passed away. I then moved to London. Two years later, they found me unwell in an abandoned warehouse at King's Cross. They moved me to St. Pancras Hospital, but I died two days later. I was only 34 years old. The coroner, whose name was Ben Lee Purchase, noted the cause of my death as white phosphorus poisoning, rat poison. As he looked down upon my body, he thought, This is perfect. Perfect for a plan he knew of. You see, in 1943, Hitler and the Axis powers were gaining a firm grip over most of Europe. They were at war with Russia and already had large chunks of it under their control. Britain and the Allies had to do something. The most obvious step was to attack Sicily and then progress from there. The Allied forces were already getting ready at North Africa. The only problem was, anyone but a fool would have known it was Sicily. I didn't say that. Our Prime Minister Winston Churchill said that. So Britain had to do something to make Hitler and his allies think that we were going to attack somewhere else near North Africa, say Greece. This needed a plan. Lieutenant Commander Ian Fleming, the guy who would go on to write James Bond, had created an outlandish plan which involved a random dead body which would be dressed up as a British officer and allowed to float towards the enemy territory via the ocean. The body would have certain documents on it which would be discovered by the enemies. And these documents would make them believe we were going to do something while in reality we wouldn't do that. This was the plan Coroner Purchase found me perfect for. Reason number one. White phosphorus poisoning can be found in an autopsy only if you were looking for it and not for drowning. Reason number two. No one came to claim my body. Unlike the other dead bodies of wartime Britain, which had loved ones to claim them. Two intelligence officers, Charles Chumley and Ewan Montagu, with the blessings of the British government, started to work on this plan. They fondly called it Operation Mincemeat. In this plan they had for me, I was Major William Martin of the Royal Marines. Everything from my name to my underwear was very carefully chosen. 
My name, William Martin, was a pretty common one in the Marines at that time. My underwear, embarrassingly, came from the wardrobe of a recently dead scholar. And why did they do that? Underwears were not freely available in wartime Britain. They were being rationed. Wouldn't you expect an officer to wear a good one? In my life as Major William Martin, I wore spanking good uniforms and banks were willing to lend me money. I even had a girlfriend. Her name was Pam. Pam and I were deeply in love. She wrote me soulful love letters and I had a picture of her in my wallet. I was going to propose to her soon. The receipt for the diamond proposal ring would be found in my wallet when the Spanish come across my body at their coast. Chumley and Montague had planted all those things and documents on me in my jacket and in my wallet before they floated my body from a submarine near the Spanish coast of Elva. The love letters, the bus tickets, the stray papers and the letters from the bank all would make Major William Martin a very real person. He also seemed very important because he had a black briefcase chained to his belt when a Spanish fisherman discovered his body. My body. The Spanish thought my body came from a plane crash. Remember, this was World War II time. Still, I underwent an autopsy there. The Spanish doctors declared mine as a death by drowning and they buried me in a cemetery nearby with full military honours. There was one thing Chumley and Montague counted on. They knew the Spanish secretly supported Hitler and exactly as they hoped, the briefcase was promptly handed over to the German authorities to be photographed and returned. It had a letter of introduction for me in it. I was an amphibious warfare expert on loan to the forces in North Africa. And I was also high up in the chain. High enough to carry important messages. One such important message was in the briefcase as well. This was a letter from British General Archibald Nye to General Sir Harold Alexander who was stationed in North Africa at that time. Along with several small military decisions, the letter clearly also asked to prepare for an attack on Greece. The photographs of these letters were sent to the best German spy they had. You see, this kind of deception has happened in the past, so they have to make sure this is authentic. The German spy carefully scrutinized them and was ultimately convinced that they were authentic. It was the most important scoop of his life. Soon the message about Greece and the photos were passed up the German chain of command until the man himself, Hitler. A few days passed by. On 14th May 1943, British codebreakers who for a while now had been eavesdropping and decoding German secret messages, got a new message. This German message warned their fellow forces of an imminent attack on Greece. A telegram sent to the British government stated, Mincemeat swallowed, rod, line and sinker.
massive groups of German army were moved to Greece. And while they waited for an attack that never came, Britain and its allies attacked Sicily. The British had expected to have about 10,000 casualties and expected about 300 ships to be sunk. But because of me, there were only about 1,400 casualties and only 12 ships were lost. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was my heroic mission after my death. If you don't believe me, go visit my grave in Huelva. It says in beautiful, bold lettering, Glendor Michael served as Major William Martin, Royal Marines. Thank you for listening. If you know a good story that needs to be retold, you can send those suggestions to anecdotefever at gmail.com. Till the next episode, thank you and goodbye.